Hello, boys and girls. I'm eating an apple. Hold on. Okay. Um. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> hi. We are we are Adam and Eve, and um. <laughs> yes. Sure. I'm, I'm eating an apple. I'll and... have this delicious apple as well, Eve. What could possibly yeah. go wrong? Serpent <laughs> bites your face. Yeah, so. so hi, we're here. It's Chelsea and Charles. We're late. We're sorry, but our lives yep. are crazy. <laughs> yep. Yep. And but also, I mean, yeah, I mean, we had a pay-per-view to watch, too. If we didn't have the pay-per-view, we probably would have gotten this out to you by Tuesday, but we had extra fucking <laughs> two-hour show to watch, yeah, which you'll be exactly. able to hear that episode uh, later on. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to admit, I really do love, like, having the excuse, like, hey, Chelsea, you want to hang out? Like, you want to go get a drink? I have to watch wrestling for work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. This uh, is Beyond the Bell. Yeah, Beyond the Bell. Beyond the Bell. All right. So, anyway, people, uh, we're here to talk about women's wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. All my stars and garters. All the women's wrestling we will speak of. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, I did I speak about how I don't know if I did it last week, but apparently Impact offers. Oh, I can't actually say it. Never mind. It's a spoiler. Oops. <laughs> Oops, you did. Oopsie. But um, Oopsie. yeah. So uh, we have a lot to talk about in the world of women's wrestling. So let's get right to it. Right to it. Let's go to NXT. Yeah, so there's some commotion backstage in the locker room. Yeah, um, apparently everything is just chaos there, and it's a horrible place to work because people are constantly attacking each other backstage. Like, is there no camaraderie anymore? <laughs> yeah. What happened to friendship and rainbows? Yeah. NXT. Yeah, like they're like, oh, we put all the rainbow on our new logo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's and the only place we it's we ate the rainbow and then vomited it all all out yes. to make our new logo. They resurrected Jackson Pollock as a zombie, like in Pet Cemetery, and then, <laughs> and then he did that design. Sometimes dead is better. Anyway, yes. so that's my Fred Gwynn. Anyway, so yeah, it was very good. Yes, thank you. Uh, so, yes. so we also briefly had Kushida versus Roderick Strong, uh, mm-hmm. where Ivy Nile was out there with the rest of Diamond Mine. I don't like Ivy Nile wearing white when the rest of them is in black. It, it makes her look like she's not part of the faction. Right, it's like, just because black and white is, like, a well-known thing does not mean that it works, specifically in wrestling, I think. Yeah. You know, you gotta have, like, pieces of white on everybody else's Yeah, so, shit. um, at the end of the match, the brothers, uh, the Creed brothers, I think their names are, um, yeah. they pull out Kushida, and then Ivy Nile gives up a punch in the face. Ooh-hoo. And, uh, Roderick Strong wins. I kind of like seeing the, uh, the, the female member being the one to <laughs> just punch the dude right in the face. Yes, that's the kind of, like, women leading, like, thing that I really enjoy. Yeah, and I love that she doesn't just punch him in the face. She jumps off the fucking, uh, yeah. the, like, stairs to do it. Mm-hmm. As you do. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. It was, it was interesting to see him win, by the way, to see Roderick Strong mm-hmm. win, because, I mean, maybe you've noticed this, but usually when someone comes, or maybe it's just because I've been watching AEW, when someone comes out with 900 guys, they usually lose. Yes. So, like, it's. It's interesting to see, like, Roderick Strong coming out with, like, what, six or seven people? And, yeah. and actually win, because that actually makes sense for once. Yes, it does. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, so then we have our first women's match, if you can really call it a match, um, of Kaylee Ray versus Amari Miller. 
Yeah, so Amari Miller's like opening. I want to talk about that for a second. Her, it's like S Club 7 meets like the Click 5 if the Click 5 were like a female girl group. And I mean, people would understand this and just, like in my generation. I, I hope other it, people do. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but I'm saying it's not a good thing. It's like if the two clashed and then just like, I just hated it. But anyway, Amari Miller comes from Missouri. She does sports. <laughs> what what is what I is St. Louis like this giant mecca of wrestling that I've just never heard of before like no, they made a it lot such of, like, a really big, big talent come out of there they made such a big deal of it like in the NWA Empower show and now like they're all like St. Louis is own Amari Miller and I was like what is this like a thing that I've just never known before yeah I think that it's like you know it, it's and like it must have a hub for like good actors and good wrestlers, mm. and we're just not, a, and we don't know anything. About is it, it is it a thing where a lot of good actors come out of there too? Well, I just know that Jenna Fisher from The Office is from there. Well, I know <laughs> um, John Goodman's from there too. Yeah, yeah. so it's a thing. Yeah, uh, Amari Miller is. So I always thought Kaylee Ray was like just on the line where she's thinner than everybody else. Mm-hmm. So it was, but she looks tough. So yeah. she looks like kind of like, you know, when you, when you, anyone who like goes to bars regularly has like that one skinny friend who gets in fights all the time, but kicks everybody's ass because they're mm-hmm. crazy, you know? And that's yes. how Kaylee Ray always came off to me. Amari Miller mm-hmm. is somehow skinnier than Kaylee Ray. Yeah, she is. And it did, They're around the same height though, I know. Yeah, but it, it did not make, it, she doesn't look like a wrestler. Yeah, no, she doesn't. She doesn't at all. Um, and I also just like didn't recognize her from... Anyway, I love how she calls the uh, calls Kaylee Ray the scary queen of Scots. <laughs> that was cute. Well, they started. I think they started calling her. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Nigel started calling her that in uh, NXT oh, UK. That make, right. That makes sense. Oh, Nigel. Yeah. How we love you. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, I don't remember any moves Amari Miller doing because I. Um, Amari. Nope. Okay. Yeah, so I think she just got Kaylee destroyed. Kaylee Ray a drop kick. She kicked her down. She planted her face first and then boots her on her head. She grabbed her by her hair. Um, Kaylee Ray catched her leg, bent it back, did the KLR bomb, pinned her, pinned her to win. Yeah, that and, description yeah, was think... longer than the match. Yes. <laughs> so this is... Yes. Amari Miller basically just came in, got her ass kicked, and that was kind of the, the whole match. Want to know yes. something funny, by the way? If you watch, I do. If you watch this on um, Hulu, which you shouldn't, because they cut out, like, an hour of the show. Um, mm-hmm. If you watch this on Hulu, they, it looks like Amari Miller is a big deal because they cut out Kaylee Ray's entrance on Hulu. <gasps> That's not nice. On Hulu, it's literally Kaylee Ray in the ring and Amari Miller comes out. And if you hadn't seen NXT regularly, you'd be like, wait, whoa, is this, they're going to make a big deal of this girl. I mean, the fact that she's getting an entrance and Kaylee Ray isn't. And then, like... Fuck Hulu. Yeah, I don't know who edited that, because that's a weird fucking edit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's horrible. So, really, you shouldn't watch it on Hulu, and you also shouldn't watch it on Peacock. Well, I mean, (laughs) you kind of have to watch it. You have to watch it on Peacock. Yeah, but it's just fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, but it's, it, Peacock just has the worst interface ever. I gotta they say do. it. They do. It's miss, really hard to find things. I miss the old WWE network. It was so easy to find everything on there. Yeah. You know, um, so we get Zion Quinn in the, uh, in the parking lot. He's letting some ladies in. I, I, I know they're wrestlers. I don't know their names. Yeah, um, they wrote, it's two girls. <laughs> and some other dude who they, whose name they don't mention tries to get in. 
and gets hit into the door because once again it's a horrible place to work and you get assaulted um yeah. <laughs> at your backstage and he basically it's just like where's your manners the women need to go in the store first and the little dude says like chivalry's dead man and then he gets thrown into a door yeah yeah so we get um electra lopez versus anna sheer um electra is fucking strong she's very strong you know yeah she's very very she just like goes to fucking town on this little girl who i think is also adorable by the way i don't even remember what anna sheer looked like at this point she's got like these cute pigtails she's really cute yeah but she was just there for to be like meat yeah electric (laughs) obviously um she she does she shoves her does a shoulder tackle um grabs her by the hair says you're nobody um she so the uh, anna sheer right that's her name i wrote other girl because i didn't even catch her name yeah um yes yeah, so she does hit her twice but then um electric ca- catches her crossbody plants her and she's just out like a light and she doesn't even really have to cover do you see how lackluster and like lackadaisical electra lopez was about like putting her hand yeah. on her while she was out yeah like she didn't even have to like cover her to pin her yeah exactly um yeah. Then Santo says that Electra has class. She's fuego. She's girl power, and she has it to command raw power. Respect. Raw power. Raw power. Yeah. Okay. I was like, girl power, really? Yeah, that'd okay. be weird for Santos Escobar to suddenly become but like I just, sporty I spice heard. or something. That's what I heard. <laughs> and all of the umbrella of the one word familia. Um, yeah, and he talks about Electra completing Legato del Fantasma. I, I noticed the tattoo on her side. I really liked it. It was like this tree with budding leaves and mm-hmm. stuff. It was cute. I'm like, who's her tattoo artist? Um, yeah, so she's, she's the madrina who's going to unleash on behalf. La, La Madrina. La Madrina. Which yes, I, I, spoke to, um, I spoke to Rose about that. La Madrina is actually the name of like a really famous woman in the cartels. Oh. That was the nickname of, uh, yeah, like, so, um, and it, mean, it translates to the godmother. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, it fits her, though. Like, it, it's really interesting. If you really look at the, like, Hit Row versus Legato del Fantasma feud, it's really like mm-hmm. Death Row Records versus the cartels. Yeah. It's right. really what it is. It just, in wrestling. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I didn't think about that. That's awesome. Yeah. And so she says, BFAB is just talk, and if you don't like it, peta. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says, get your skinny ass out here. So Hit Row comes out, and I'm, like, so excited about Hit Row. B-Fab isn't there, because B-Fab is behind her mm-hmm. and attacks her from behind. Um, but, but Electra's really quick to attack, so Hit Row has to pull B-Fab out of the ring. Um, they check on her. She says she's fine, so she goes back in. Um, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, they're getting um, on uh, this week's NXT, which I have not seen yet. The first match is apparently Electra Lopez versus B-Fab. Nice. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what comes out of that. Again, because of Google, I already know what happens. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> shouldn't, you shouldn't look it up. It'll spoil it for you. I didn't look it up. It was a headline that just came up. Why is that a headline? <laughs> it's like it gives me wrestling things and I then know, the office but I'm things. Saying, why is that a headline? Neither of them are big know. stars. Like, no, they aren't. You but know, it is. I it mean, was the first thing. I was like, oh, I know who wins. Three, <laughs> four it. years from now, I think both of them have the potential to be huge stars. Yes, but, 100%. But they, they're both rookies right now. Why is it making headlines of two random rookies fighting each other? I don't know, but it did. <laughs> it did. So. Yes. I don't seek this information out. I hate spoilers. But yeah. it happened. Yeah. So um, later on, um, a guy named Trey Baxter fought somebody and lost. Who looks like. No, but this guy, the guy 
who comes in, um, who, yeah, so he lost, who, so Trey Baxter, he looks like, what's the name of the character from Game of Thrones who, like, loses his dick? That's who he looks like. You are complimenting him by saying he looks like Theon. He doesn't, he looks Theon. like. Theon. He looks. He looks a little like Theon. He looks Theon. like a fucking mechanic in, like, North Carolina. He looked like Theon like, to me. Like, to me, he looks, he looks like, I said, if you walked into, like, a random garage in the middle of North Carolina, you'd find it like, hey, sir. You know, would you like to to get your oil checked or whatever they say at mechanic places? I don't drive, mechanic so places. I don't know. We don't have cars. We yeah, don't need them. We're New Yorkers. <laughs> and then and then Cora Jade comes in, which I once again, like, I love that they're bringing all these people in and making them characters. Yeah, so, but Cora Jade is dressed like how people who wanted to be skaters who didn't actually skateboard in my seventh grade class in, dressed. In fairness, Cora Jade is 20. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's why she dresses like that, because she's a 20-year-old. Yes. And they're in a real relationship, actually. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like that. Um, yeah. Um, she's like, how long have we been together? I love you no matter what. That guy looked like a superhero. This guy, that guy looked like a superhero, or you looked like a superhero? She, she said that he looked like a real-life superhero. The only thing I kept thinking of is, how long have we been together? And it's like, well, damn well, better be less than two years, son. Because the age of Excuse Flor- me, ma'am. Yeah, the Mr. age of consent in Florida is 18. So That's funny. <laughs> you did know. you Google the age of consent in Florida? I bet you did. No, I was in a band. We know those things. Um, yes. So the one thing I said when, when she said he... Um, and, and then on my notes, I wrote, uh-oh. She said he's like a real-life superhero. Oh, no. Did Bruce, oh, no. Bruce Pitchard's ears popped up somewhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we yes. get frankie walking through a hall she walks through a hall with, and with your favorite and uh with, with robert with stone and jesse kamea so it took me a minute to like because jesse kamea was like in the background mm-hmm. like of the three of them i thought that she was like carrying necklaces like diamond encrusted necklaces and then i realized it was just the worst fucking jacket i've ever seen in my <laughs> life it was so hideous um i I really hated it. So they ran, they run into Raquel Gonzalez and she says she took care of it. And I don't know what that was about. Oh yes. The match. Duh. Yes. <laughs> oh, duh. So she talks to Frankie and she's Raquel like, is no longer pregnant wanted. from Frankie. Okay. Like that's like, what was <laughs> like, what? Yes, I know. Fucking nuts. So next week. Um, so I guess it already happened, but this was not a headline. Yeah. <laughs> the, the match is going to happen. Yeah, they'll um, tell, they'll tell us who wins in like fucking, you know, random AW dark match or something. A hundred percent. Um, so Frankie says, oh, I beat, I beat you to it. Um, enjoy your last week as a champion. You beat me to um, it. You beat me to you it. You beat me to it. Great. Yeah. So then someone else comes in. Called Last Legend, and she says she has a talk show called Lashing Out with Lash Legend. And I just kept thinking, um, well, I hope you're better at that than you are at talking to Frankie, because your line reading is really bad. Yeah, it was really bad. But I love my favorite part about this, this final part about this exchange is actually Jesse Kamea in her horrible jacket, like her facial expression, like, fuck is, who the fuck is this? It was awesome. If I recall, though, Last Legend is actually like a, a, a really great basketball player. I think she might be former WNBA or something. Uh, I, then that's embarrassing because I should know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, she changed her name. It's not, you know. Oh. Yeah. But she was the one that... um. Cameron Grimes, uh, when he was asking people to, to bounce a basketball um, in the parking lot, 
Oh. He, she was the one he went up to, and it's like she's a former WNBA person, so that's that's awesome. That was the whole joke of him trying to make her do like a hard stunt, and she just did it immediately. That's so cute. <laughs> and he'll end up losing his money. Um, Naturally, yeah. So we get uh, toxic attraction. We saw them for a second seducing Carmelo Hayes and his his buddy Trick. Um, yes. And then Mandy Rose came out. Comes out. Um, you know what? I can stumble on my words as much as possible, um, and as much as I need to, because uh, Mandy Rose said, "Burn." What was it? Did you Did you write down what she said? Oh yeah. The weird. Oh, batteredly, batteredly, batteredly. Beaten. Yeah, batteredly and beaten. <laughs> Yeah, that, and she didn't even correct herself. She was like, but, like, you know, like a pro. I was like, yeah. I can respect that. But also, like, the people in the crowd were obviously just, like, there to be supportive because they're like, did she just, okay, yay! <laughs> <laughs> you did it! Um, so she talks about, like, where were you? You did absolutely nothing. It's disgusting. It really is. You ridiculed me. I became an instant gift. Well, you didn't say why she became an instant. Uh, oh, because she fucking, she, because of her getting her fucking face beaten in. Um. Yeah, so, because it all took a turn, like, because nobody was there for her when yeah. she got battered, lead, and beaten. Yeah, when, when Saray battered, lead, and beaten her face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she talks about, she's yesterday's news, and you know what she realized? You treated me the same way you treat Gigi and JC. The only difference is these two don't give a damn about what you people think. And you know what? The highlight of this whole thing for me was, was Gigi's fucking facial expressions. Yeah. Oh, she has, she has such Ugh. great facial expressions. She does, and she's such a, she's so fucking sexy. She, oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, Gigi is, Gigi is, it, like, reminds me of so many of my ex-girlfriends. Um. I'm jealous of you for, like, the first time ever. <laughs> um, the, um... Yeah, so uh, all the guidance and advice I can give these women showed behind... It's, um... She said, show behind the beauty is a beast ready to be unleashed. And this is what the future of the women's division in NXT 2.0 looks like. I'm ready to take over your precious, your precious greatest division of all time with these two baddies next to me. Yeah. And yes. Gigi says that the pain of her past has fueled her aggression. And if we could bring that out of Mandy, um, you know, because she says chaos without a purpose is just an accident waiting to happen. That was like my favorite line I've ever heard in wrestling. Yeah. And Mandy's experience brought us that purpose. But like I said, I love that, like... Yeah, they've, they've, like, like, she's still basically Priscilla Kelly, but, like, yeah. el- but, like, ex- you know what I mean? Like, wrestling is taking your, who you are and exaggerating that. That's the, yes. always the best but, characters. And what I also love, too, is that there was, like, she's getting the opportunity, because she's on TV so much, to develop so much depth. Yeah. That's the difference, too, yeah. I feel like. And it's, it's, awesome. it's so great to see, like, like I said, like, we were all big big Priscilla Kelly fans when she was in the Mm -hmm. the NWA and even with me even before that when she was on the indies Mm -hmm. and it's great to see her like getting such a prominent position in NXT and probably even the main roster like very you know yeah like I mean because right now Triple H isn't really in charge of NXT because he's in the hospital with his with his heart issues so Mm -hmm. some of the main roster people are in charge of NXT right now so right the current crop of people you're seeing are going to be changed a lot less if they do move up. Right, that's true. Yeah, so you'd see, like, so if Gigi and JC go up, this is what they'll be like. Uh-huh. Which is, which, yeah. you know, which is real, because right now, right now, because Triple H is, isn't there, Vince McMahon is still approving the scripts and stuff. Uh. So, you know, like, when, how we were all afraid of Rhea Ripley because there was, you know, we got used to how Rhea Ripley was. These yeah. people won't be changed if they go up. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so um by the That's way, great yeah, news. so um yeah, and then even JC's starting to like grow on me with her promos. She's actually really yeah. good at her at speaking. Yeah, I didn't really I didn't really hate it. Um Mandy first says, "Say what you say. What if if you don't think?" It's okay, well that's that's hot. that's her. Um, that she stumbled on her words again. Um, oh, she did. Yeah, she okay. stumbled on her words again because the audience were chanting "What" at her. Oh, and that's when she's like, "Say what if you don't think I'm the hottest woman in uh, all of wrestling?" Oh, so what she was trying to say was like, "Oh, if you're saying what, like like Alexa did that once, where she's like." She's, you know, the audience kept yelling what at her between everything she said. And she'd be like, say what if you're a complete and total idiot? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that's what Mandy was trying to do, but she stumbled over her word. I think Mandy got, I honestly think Mandy maybe got nervous. That because I think that Mandy hasn't really been given a chance to be yeah. anything but look just hot chick. Yeah, 100%. I'm with that. And I, th- I agree. And I think that the fact, and she even talked about this in interviews where she's like, you know, um, yeah, everyone talks about my looks and stuff, but I didn't get into wrestling be- to be like the hot girl. I was like, because Mandy, like I said, was in like bodybuilding contests and stuff. And she's uh-huh. like, you know, like she, she's a badass bitch. Yeah, so like, she deserves like, to have that opportunity. Yeah. You know, like she was working two jobs and stuff to be able to go mm-hmm. to like wrestling school and go into like the bodybuilding competitions and stuff. And mm-hmm. she she still works at her um her family owned like I think a pizzeria or something in Westchester. And whenever she's up, she'll go and like help behind the counter. Oh my god, I gotta find out what place that is. We could just go. They if if we still had the old WWE network, we could find out like immediately. But like, <laughs> I I, okay. I I don't know where the hell to look for things on Peacock. <laughs> And the Google ads will tell me. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, like, um, and apparently, so next week, uh, her, uh, I'm mean, sorry, um, and Toxic Attraction, which is the name of the, uh, of the team, mm-hmm. which I really like. And they're going to be I going, they'll be going after Zoe Stark and Io Shirai next week. Yes. Yeah, so, so Zoe and Io are watching, of course, from backstage. Um, and I like how Eo is just like, I don't like Gigi or Jay-Z. So if they want a title match, they're on. And Zoe's just like, but like, shouldn't we have a conversation about this as a team? And Eo's like, what, you like them? <laughs> She's like, no, no, I don't. Well, then, you know. Yeah, it was cute. And then Persia shows up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who talks about how she wants a chance, too, when Indy comes back from her. Yeah, so now, so is Persia now just putting herself into the way? I guess so. Yeah, like, did the way just suddenly become a six-member uh, unit without knowing that they're a six-member unit? Like, yeah, I want to see, like, hopefully we see on the newest episode what, like, Johnny and um, Candace have to say about that. Oh, well, th- well, this week is the honeymoon of uh, right. in- of uh, Dexter and Indy. Right. So, I, uh, so cute. I've seen clips of it, and... and I have two. <laughs> there's one part, I just laughed the fuck out loud, and we'll go into that next week. Yes. But, um, did you see any of Joe Gacy? No. Uh, the guy talking about how this is a safe space and no. Okay, I'm really cu- <laughs> what you should watch his segments on NXT. I'm really curious as to what you think about him. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we go to NXT um, UK. 
Yeah, where we have Blair Davenport. Like, I like how it's like a shaky cam. Like, she's holding a phone. Like, not even holding, like, a cell phone, fa- like, selfie cam. She's, like, holding a camera yeah. like this. Yeah. I really like how this, she just says, she's, hi, Sid. Um, you know, um, it's Blair Davenport. You know, the one that you suspended. <laughs> you can punish me all you like, but bad things will continue to happen. So you better think smart and reinstate me. I liked that. It was succinct. It was powerful. Yeah. It had attitude. Yeah, so we have... um. So we have subculture. They're walking backstage, and Sam Gradwell walks past them, and he yells something. And all I could think was, you know, if anyone looks like he's part of a subculture, it's Sam Gradwell, not these yeah, fucking these three yeah. fucking like. Cats. Oh, he yells. Oh, you guys going to get some content? Like make content? <laughs> okay. I assume by the thing that he tagged. Yeah, yogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he tags the subculture graffiti with yogs. Yeah, which and they which, go to fix it, which is, is an English, done. which is an English insult, by the way. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. So uh, we go to a match that I was not expecting to see, that I was really happy to see, though, of Isla Dawn versus Ginny. I was so excited. I was like, Charles is probably so happy right now. Yeah, no. I I, I love this match. Yeah, I did, too. I really enjoyed it, too. I really, just, like, the clashing, like, it was the perfect kind of, like, clash with how these characters have built it up. But I felt like it was almost different in the storyline of Isla Dawn, like, like, you know, getting Danny Luna's hair to then literally just, like, invading Ginny's personal space. And it's just, I feel like this their, this match was perfect character development-wise. Yeah. And there were um, points, I wrote at one point, it's hard to make notes because it's not really wrestling so much. It's them just beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's one point where Ginny tripped Isla Dawn, and then when she landed, she had her... Ginny put her knee out. <laughs> Yeah. So I landed face first on her knee, and that was just fucking awesome. It was awesome. And and even Joseph Connor yelling, like, we're going to do the same thing to you that we did to Aifa Valkyrie. Yeah, I was like, at least Joseph Connors isn't completely useless. Yeah. Like, I just started naming him Useless Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I like how he also is just, like, supportive of Ginny. Like, you, that's right, you're in control. You've got this. Yeah. It's cool. Lots of, lots of hair pulling. Um... I love I love it when Ginny swings her knee back because you look at that woman's thighs and quads and she's just you can tell she's got so much power. So if she like swings her leg back to hit someone, you know, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, lots of like so Isla threw her into the barricade. Um, I like how she grabs her wrists and, and oh, she grabbed her wrists. I like the, the spell thing that Isla did. Yeah. With Joseph. Yeah. Like grabbed his wrist and like was doing some weird like prayer ritual thing as her eyes went in the back. Of her yeah. Head. That was really cool. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And, then and will... I love Isla Dawn also crawling on the ropes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, really uh, cool. yeah, she kicks Ginny in the knee, and I love that her move is called Golden Dawn. I love that so much. Yes, Golden Dawn. Um, Isla on the top rope was just, like, one of the sexiest things I've ever seen in wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <in real> life. <laughs> when she starts talking to Joseph Connor from the ropes and stuff. And... Yeah. It was creepy and hot, and I loved it. Yeah, and then Ginny does a second rope face buster to Isla for the win. Mm-hmm. But Isla is still super happy, so... I'm like, did she, like... What did she take from the dressing room? No, we don't know. I guess we we'll don't see know. it when she puts it in her special box in the I, woods. Yeah, I'm really excited for this culmination of, like, what's going to happen. Is it going to, like, somehow she'll manifest getting the belt or something? Yeah, we'll see. It's it's very interesting. And then, finally, we see subculture back again, and Zaya Brookside goes to talk to Danny Luna and points out that they've never wrestled. Yeah, so she says, you can, I can see that you have the strength, but have you got the speed? Um, 
And Zaya Brookside walks away, and I love the rest of soap culture being like, you know, she's she's quite fast, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but then how Danny Luna just doesn't say anything, and they start, like, putting weights on the fucking thing for her, yeah. and she just watches. Like, yeah. total power move. I love that. Yeah. So let's go to a show we have not reviewed in almost two months. But since we're, since we're giving Impact a little a break for a couple months... Mm-hmm. Uh, we decided let's uh, let's give Raw a try for a couple weeks and see. Well, really, if really, anything Charles changed. decided. Charles decided, and I just was like, okay. <laughs> you know, um, well, we decided so, and I, I yeah. the royal way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. we are yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, <laughs> we have Eva Marie versus um, I'm I'm just gonna say Piper Niven because I refuse to say do drop. Like I know, and also why is it spelled D O U drop? I don't know. I didn't spell That's it. It's fucking stupid. I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. So but thank you. Monday Night Raw for giving us a recap of what has been happening. In yeah, the so so here's, one, so here's the know. thing. Yeah, we haven't been watching in two months, and Monday Night Raw just decided let's give literally a. It was like they they were like, oh, Charles and Chelsea are going to be watching this week. Let's give them a review of everything that's happened. And it's it's weird. It's like literally since the last time we watched. Yeah, like all the reviews are like going back to then. <laughs> I know, it was really nice. Like, thank you, Raw. You did us a solid. Yeah. So, you know, I've come to realize Eva Marie's character is... Eva Marie is Lana if Lana realized she was useless and just made that her character. Yes. You're absolutely right at that. Yeah, because, like, there's no, ooh, look at me, I'm inspiring. No. The whole... Her claiming to be inspiring as a heel is the joke. That she's not inspiring, that she sucks. And it's like, literally, they looked at Lana and were like... Let's make who Lana really is. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. I, it just made me think, like, what happened to C.J. Perry? Is she doing anything? C.J. Perry, um, she, last time I checked, she said that um, if she returns to wrestling, she wants a, a, a clause in her contract that she can't be fired. Oh. Which, I don't know. That seems unrealistic. Like, John Cena gets contracts with stuff like that. You, you are not John Cena. So this is, again, like, brings home the point that Eva Marie knows that she's useless and uses this to her advantage. Yeah. Like, Lana was given so much hope that CJ Perry believes that she's above everything. Yeah, like, when, when I heard Eva Marie was coming back, I was horrified because Eva Marie was one of the worst, probably the single, well, the second worst woman I've ever seen in the ring. Oh, God. But then when she come out with Dewdropper Piper Nevin, yeah. it's just like... But yeah. the fact is, is that her character does not pretend to be a good wrestler. Her character is, is acknowledged as a bad wrestler who loses in 30 seconds and has other people do her fighting for her. Yes, yeah, so losing Dewdrop is obviously the biggest, like, worst thing that could happen to yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, even Marie gets destroyed in this match. Yeah, and, it was very, very quick. Yeah, and uh, Piper Niven, who I'm going to call her that. I don't care what they call her. Um, yes. Piper Niven wins with a senton and a crossbody, which just looked fucking devastating. Yeah, it did. Um, and honestly, you know, I was thinking about her, her theme song. I hate the verses, but the chorus is super fucking catchy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and then she leaves. She's all touching the unwashed masses, so. Uh-huh, you know. that's not safe. And then we get Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler. And once again, we get a whole segment <laughs> dedicated to everything since we last watched. <laughs> yeah, so that was very kind. Again, thank you, Raw. I really have to point out that I loved Nia Jax's, like, skirt thing that was attached to her outfit. Mm-hmm. This 
in this match. It was really cool. She looked gorgeous. I loved it. Well, she's not like most girls. So. She's not like most girls. No, she's not. That's the first um, line of her song. Yes, um. So she says, I made you. You're nothing without me. Shana says, shut up. You know, I, I was the one and you know it. Um, yeah, so she like, and Naya picks her up, throws her down, says, you see how easy that was? I'm the winner. It's about me. Um, and I'm just like, I, you know what I noticed is that I could see some actual, like, even before the match progressed to where it did, yeah. I felt like they had actual compassion and, like, felt bad about what yeah. they were doing. And when, when, when Naya said, it's all about me, she unfortunately summoned Tennille Dashwood from the depths of impact, it's who just appeared in the ring. <laughs> and... Yeah, when she said that, I heard her fucking awful theme song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just imagining Caleb with a K, like, popping his head, like, from under the ring. Did someone call me? He's like, no, get yeah. the fuck out of here. Just, like, like it tosses a, nest, a neck brace at someone. <laughs> Naturally. So, um, this was a short match, but I loved it. Yeah, Be- I was actually really concerned. Because this is the Shayna I've wanted to see. Yes. See, but this was the Shayna I wanted to say where the brutality, see where the brutality was there. You know, she was Shayna Baszler who should kick the shit out of everyone, but I love the depth of it. Too. Oh, yeah. Shayna and, is an yeah. amazingly, like, she's a really good actress. Yes, yes. And she, like, felt, she felt like shit about what she was doing. She hesitated, you know, but everything, like, culminated in, like, power moves like in the moves but also internally yeah um which i really really i loved naya screaming like she was great too oh yeah like what the fuck this was like i felt things <laughs> yeah like i loved when she puts the kirifuna clutch on on naya and naya just falls back which normally gets everyone else off her yeah but Shayna keeps it she on stayed. and that was just fucking awesome yeah, um, I didn't like how, so Shayna goes, oh, is there a move for the thing that she initially did to Mandy Rose and now just does? Uh, that she did to Naya? What where, is it? Where, like, where she stomps on the arm. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it has a name. I don't know if it has a name. They've never said it except just the yeah. stomp. Unless they said it in the two months we didn't watch their matches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Naya screaming like she's being led to a fucking slaughterhouse and like... No, it was yeah. like an animal in agony. Yeah. Yeah. It broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, and they're even begging Shayna to stop. Oh, God. Yeah, but this is, this is 100% the, um, the Shayna that I want to see. Yeah. So then we get Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley versus Natalia and Tamina for the women's tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nikki comes out and they start talking about pediatric cancer. And this is, this is like an awkward promo for me because you can't lose a match if you're talking about pediatric cancer before. No, hundred percent. Like I thought that maybe they put some space between the yeah. segment and the match itself. But yeah, they didn't. this would be like if Lou Gehrig made his retirement speech before the last game. Like, yes. you would be the biggest asshole in the world if you still win against the yes. other team. It's still like, a great cause. I love that they donated. Yeah. The, like, donated. Um, dedicated. You know, dedicated. I... Yeah. Yes. I I loved that Rhea got so choked up and yeah. that Nikki had to, like, help her. It was beautiful. Yes, yeah. I love how much they've done for this, for Connor's care. But yeah. it's... It, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't lose if you come out in, fa- in favor of, like, you know, because what is that implying that... Tamina and Natalia are for pediatric cancer. Like it's you you're can't. right. I didn't even think about that. So fucked up. Yeah. Like, no. Like you know, we think all of us would be would be for a cure and for 
trying to help, you know, these these children who have it. So <laughs> you can't you just think about like yeah. like how because I I have to assume that Italia and Tamina knew that yeah. like this was going on. So they're like backstage like, well what the fuck? <laughs> like what are we donated to? It's like, like or what, de- dedicated yeah, to. It's, what it, do we it's do? like, wait, wait, we're, you're you're putting something after after their speech, right? No, no, just go out there. We we're out of time. <laughs> wait, no, no just what? like all right, like what? wait, our entrances are going. Like like what? Our entrance music. What, can we? Nope. Okay. All right. Well, we look like assholes for the rest of our career. <laughs> yeah. So you know, as I said, it's a great it's a great cause and. I, I, you know, it was really touching to see Rhea get so, like, choked up, but it's like, guys, <laughs> you, like, do, do this after the match or something, like, you know, so. But then it also makes them look like pieces of shit, too, if they're like, we want to dedicate our, we wanted to dedicate this match <laughs> to pediatric cancer. You know, like, it's just bad. Yeah. It's just bad. Yeah, so, um, eventually Nikki wins with a roll-up, and you know how I feel about roll-ups. I know. Um, well, it's it's Nikki, so of course it's just, like, something that yeah. could actually maybe work. Yeah, and so, uh, Nikki and Rhea are now tag team champions, which, um... Hooray, it makes me happy. As much as I hate Nikki's gimmick, I'm glad that she's been getting titles since she got the gimmick, I guess. Yes. You know, um... Strange thing, by the way, Shane Thorne, who is Australian, has apparently started dressing like Crocodile Dundee at shows. Fine. And uh, he says that Nikki Ash inspired him, and I'm like, oh, God. No. So all these people are now just going to get the worst gimmicks ever. Like, you know, like, oh, like, no. like Mia Yim will come back and her gimmick will be that she's like Amish or something. Like, you know, <laughs> and then she'll get put, she'll get the world title because she got herself like a shitty gimmick. Like, yes. you know. It so, happens. Yeah. So, you know, um, I'm also curious, by the way, because starting Friday is the WWE draft. Right. Yeah. They were talking about that. Yeah. You've, like, ne- you've never seen a draft, see right? All these people together. You've never seen the no, draft I've... before, right? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, the draft is where Raw and SmackDown um, change their rosters. That's so crazy. So they'll draft different people onto different shows. So we could be seeing an entirely different group of women on SmackDown um, or I, on I'm Raw. Like... Then that could change like everything yeah. about what we watch and like what we, we could don't. we could see Rhea and and Nikki being SmackDown characters and right. like Shotzi and Knox being sent to Raw like you know I miss Shotzi and Knox so much yeah so I mean it could change the whole complexion and they even can draft in people from NXT so I mean we could see like Dakota Kai and Zia Lee and all those people we haven't seen on NXT in a while showing up yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, I really hope Mia Yim is part of it so she can be back on TV. Um. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it starts on, uh, so all the, uh, people that are getting drafted to SmackDown will, will show up on, uh, Monday. I mean, on, uh, on this Friday. And then next Raw, um, everyone who gets drafted to Raw will show up. Oh. Yeah. And everyone is eligible. Um, the only people who were, and sometimes tag teams, that's how the riot squad broke up the first time. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, one member, I think it was Ruby got drafted to SmackDown while, um, uh, while everyone else was on Raw. Right. You know, so very, right. you know, they could make Shotzi and Knox singles wrestlers. Like there's all sorts of things that could happen. 
And this is what this is what um Charlotte goes into in this thing too. Yeah. 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 Um so we have an Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte promo. Um I'll say I don't think a guy rapping fits Alexa for her theme. No. Um, no, it doesn't. Yeah, I also like in the commentary when see like sometimes commentators can be really annoying, but I think Corey Graves is actually really funny most of the time. (laughs) And I love when he implied Byron Saxon still plays with dolls. And the other guy asked if they're creepy or regular dolls. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking funny shit. (laughs) So this just seemed like they were just talking shit about each other. Yeah, like some of the shit was brutal. This was man. really personal shit. <laughs> like, yeah. like it really was. Like she, like fucking Charlotte brought up that Alexa kept getting concussions. Like yeah. when she talks about how fragile you are and stuff, and like, it's not nice. It's, yeah, it's it's really not nice. I love the lackluster introduction that Alexa gives to Charlotte. Yeah. Or even um, even when like fucking Alexa points out that the woo is not originally Charlotte's, and yes. Charlotte says to her, "Oh, let's not talk about originality." I know, for fuck's <laughs> sake, that killed me. Like, holy that shit, that was so fucking mean. Mm-hmm. Um, she talks about like hocus pocus, whatever tricks you have up your sleeve. I love Alexa saying, "Here comes the here's the fun police." Yeah. And she's so keeping like, my sleeves are short. <laughs> yeah. Or Charlie even being like, how does it feel to know the doll is more popular than you? Yeah, it was fucked up. Yeah. Or even up. Alexa pointing out, no one has lost more titles than you. <laughs> yeah. You've had more, you've won more women's titles, which means you've lost more. Yeah. That was brutal. And how Charlotte was just like, you used to walk into the ring with a title. Now you walk with a doll. Yeah. Like, ugh. It's just mean shit. But this is where Charlotte goes into, like, they've never been able to do this because they've been on opposite, mm-hmm. like, Raw, SmackDown, Vice versa. Yeah, I don't recall ever seeing an Alexa Bliss-Charlotte uh, match before. Yeah. Yeah. I love Alexa also being like, oh, my God, we get it. You're in your own league. No one can reach Charlotte. Don't you get sick of hearing it like the rest of us do? We get it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah, no, this was, this was some brutal shit. This was it just really was. them. Fucking like Like, Alexa being like, I don't need to play mind games with you to expose your insecurities. They're stamped on your forehead. You're so terrified of the championship moving on without you and leaving you with nothing. Oh my god. So crazy. Yeah, no, this was this was some dark. How she gave Charlie the doll as a pity gift because she pities you even though you're a narcissistic self-centered bitch. But, it, like, even a narcissistic, self-centered bitch, deserve, like, you deserves happiness. Yeah. I went, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was just mean. Yeah, this went places. This totally went it did. places. It went, I was like, I, my fingers couldn't, ca- like, keep up. I had to keep pausing <laughs> it and going back and be like, what did she say now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this was really interesting. Um, and uh, it leads to their match at Extreme Rules, which, if you listen to our Extreme Rules special, uh, we will talk about. Yes, but you can't forget that she decapitates Charlie in this. Yes, yes. Yes. So, um... Fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, so uh, we're going to take a brief uh, a brief break, and we will be right back with uh, SmackDown on AEW. Yeah, stay tuned, motherfuckers. And we're back. Hello. Charles just flipped me the bird. <laughs> I was counting. <laughs> he was counting. Yes, that's... Yes. I don't know why I, don't, I haven't been doing that my whole life when you count down on your hands and leave <laughs> yeah, your everyone, finger everyone up Yeah, everyone finishes one. with the index finger, but I always find it funnier to finish with the middle finger. It's way funnier. Yeah. It's way funnier. Yeah. So, um, because I'm like a 12-year-old, apparently. 
That's okay. It happens to the best yeah, of us. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's go to Smackdown. Smackdown? Smackdown. So I love the mixed reactions uh, to Becky. Oh, yeah. So Becky, yeah, let's talk. Well, Becky Lynch comes out, obviously. Um, oh, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> and there's a huge, like, it's crazy how, like, over and yet hated she is by, like, it was like half the audience loved her and half of them hated her. And it was very yeah. interesting. Yeah, it was cool. And they were in Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and I love that she talked about how less than a year after having a child, she came back and won the title in record time. And no one, yeah, it's no like, one threw me can't... a party. Yeah, I love it. Just like this whole monologue is great. But she also just like, when you throw like having a kid in there and then accomplishments on top of having a kid, like you can't fucking argue that. Like you can't boo that. Yeah. Like good for you, yeah. bitch. It's awesome. It's yeah, so she cool. had a kid like fucking uh, like nine months ago. I know. That's so crazy. And she looks great for, like... She should really... She should sell her training program. She can make a shit ton more money if she sold, like, a training program for, women, for like, women who just had children. Yeah. Like, how to lose baby fat in record time. Yeah, like, she looks great. Yes. Like, she, did, she looks like she never, like, fucking... You know, by the way, interesting thing about um, Becky Lynch. Uh, mm -hmm. So, years ago, uh, when Becky Lynch was at the height of her popularity, they kind of wrecked it a little bit by having her and Seth Rollins become, like, a team briefly. Because wow. Seth Rollins was never as badass as fucking Becky Lynch. And, you know, having this kind of, like, fast guy who isn't really that badass, though, teamed up with this just badass woman didn't really work. Right. Um, so I was just thinking, because she was talking in an interview about how, is there anyone you haven't wrestled who you really want to wrestle? And she uh -huh. said Beth Phoenix. Oh. And she brought up, she's like, you know what, like, I've never gotten a chance to, rest, to wrestle Beth Phoenix, and I keep bothering her about it. But you know what, now I should point out the fact that my husband just kicked her husband's ass and put him on a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's hilarious. And, you know, and that would be, I, like, I would approve of them putting them together now. Yeah, with her, yeah, her bringing up, now yeah, her bringing up that Seth Rollins, you know, when we were at uh, at the garden, put Edge on a stretcher, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, maybe uh, you know, her pointing out like maybe I can do that to you too, and the two of you can convalesce at home or something. That's that's <laughs> so cute. Like you can both be in wheelchairs, yeah. talking about how great Becky and Seth are. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so that would be kind of neat if they did that. Um, but you know, and she, yeah. and she points out though the fact that like you know she's there to win. Mm -hmm. You know, and and yeah. she tried to be the bigger man, and yeah. uh, you know she offered her hand. Bianca goaded her into yeah. a match. Yeah, you know, like she offered her hand, and Bianca didn't let go. And she's like, "What choice do I have?" Yeah, I loved this speech. Yeah, like you guys, if you like, if you don't watch things before you listen to us, you should go back and watch this. Yeah. this was great. Yeah, and then so Bianca comes out. I don't like that she was all skipping and happy. Bianca really needs to realize that. I think it's a rookie thing because you'll notice people like Charlotte or Bailey or Sasha. They'll just come like, yeah, like they'll just storm yeah. to the ring if they're if they're angry mm -hmm. at someone. Like yeah. Sasha won't won't come into the thing and do her like you know look at my bling thing if right. she's pissed off. Sasha will just come to the ring and punch you in the face. Yes, a hundred percent. Maybe Bianca like over time it'll like. I wonder if someone's telling her to do it. Uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, like maybe, but I, I feel like that's one of the things you'll notice the more experienced women do it. Um, yeah. And the rookies kind of still like, oh, I have to get my entrance in. 
Right, you know? that makes sense. I did love here how they they both had like their own different style of like a black outfit. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Why did Why did Bianca's jacket say Bailey and Sasha Banks on it? I think it's a list of people she's beaten. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I think it's like her like little checklist of everyone that she's defeated. Nice. I like. That. Yeah. Um, so she, uh, because, uh, Becky mentioned that she humiliated Bianca in front of her family. Um. You better keep my mama and daddy's names out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, but then Becky points out, she goes, come on, you knew you were having a match. You just didn't know you'd be facing the greatest woman to ever hold this title. I love that. I mean, you know what else I love, though? Like, that happened right before that. Did you catch one of the commentators, like, go after the mommy and daddy comment? Keep it out of your mouth. That's what you're going to do. One of the commentators said, yeah, you too, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, um, and she says, shouldn't you be ready if you're the EST? Right. And then, so yeah. then Bianca points out that she has done... Um, so she's won the Royal Rumble and main evented WrestleMania, but she did it in a quarter of the time that Becky did. Yep. And mm-hmm. then she points out that she won an ESPY. Yeah. Uh. You know. Uh. Um, and then, but then Becky, and I love this, the back and forth where Becky's like, you're only good because I showed the world how to be great. I know. Fucking Becky is a heel is just like, I get it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm here for it. She's, you know what? She's very Conor McGregor as a heel. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. 100%. Yeah. And so then Bianca offers her hand and Becky just slaps her in the fucking face. She slaps the shit out of her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Bianca Bianca attacks back and then Bianca reverses a manhandle slam into a KOD. Woohoo! Which was fucking really cool. So I'm I'm excited for this match and we will talk about this match in our uh, pay-per-view special, which you can listen to right after this. Yeah. Good stuff. So then uh, we get a Tony Storm uh, sighting. Uh, she's backstage <laughs> with Rick Boogs and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura getting the easiest check of her life. Um, yes. <laughs> where it's like, hey, Tony, quick, you want some screen time? Go dance with them. All right, great. Tony, good job. <laughs> Talk to me. I just wrote Tony's on screen. Yeah. Make sure to fill out, <laughs> make sure to fill out your voucher. You know? Yes. So. <laughs> yes. So then we get Liv Morgan versus Zelina Vega. And Carmella comes out. I love like the like cutaway to to live being like, wow. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, so this is the quintessential. Um, I f- am fucking pissed off about this match. Um match. <laughs> but because the um because the commentators pay more attention to Carmella. Because she's literally sitting right in front of them blocking their Yeah, view. I was going to say, it's kind of hard for them to talk about anything else when Carmella is literally, like, right literally, in their eye like, We should have gotten her a chair. We didn't know you were coming. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that, it, it just, wasn't this there, match pissed me off. Wasn't there something about that in the up. commentary? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't really know what much of what happened, except that uh, Zelina won by a sunset bomb. And I think this is the first win Zelina has gotten since she came back. Right, right. 
Well, I love the commentators. This is the one part that I do that I did love that I thought was like clever, clever of um of Carmela when they were talking about how many millions of fans that Liv Morgan has online and stuff like that. And she talks about like all the crazy mouth breathers at home in their mom's basement. Like I was like, that's just fucked up. <laughs> it, it's probably true, but that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's just you know uh, the yeah we couldn't really pay attention to what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. It was sad. So then we get Nikki Ash versus Natalia. Where she does the inside cradle to win. That's really what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much like it's. it's Nothing else really happens. Yeah. It, like they wrestle for like maybe what, 20 seconds or something before yeah. Tamina jumps up. And then Rhea pulls her. I almost feel like this, like some of these quick matches happen because we complain so much about like. The women being cut off on the Madison Square Garden uh-huh. show. So they're yeah, like, well, well, we have to get them out there at least. We're so sick of Chelsea and Charles talking shit yeah, about Yeah, as long as we get them on the show, <laughs> no one will complain. <laughs> you know? Go out yeah. there and have your 30-second segment. You know? That's exactly what happened. Nothing happened. Yeah, so Nikki did a roll-up on Natalia, and I wrote, is this going to be a theme with Nikki? Apparently it is. So Rhea and Nikki stand in the ring, and then Shotzi's music plays. Mm-hmm. And they shoot the giant Nerf missile at uh, Rhea and uh, Nikki. Um, so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so the tag champs are between Natalia and Tamina and Shotzi and, and, uh, and Tegan. I, I'm in favor of a Rhea and Nikki match versus Shotzi and Tegan if they give them time. If they give them time. I really yes. don't. So that's a big I if. really don't want it to be a three-minute match where Nikki just wins with a roll-up. Mm-hmm. I'm so tired of that shit. I'm really pissed to see, like, to see, like, it's happened a couple of times where Rhea comes out after Nikki. Yeah. Like, her sidekick. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck that. Do not do that. It's bullshit. Well, in fairness, maybe that can lead to an eventual Rhea heel turn. I hope so. Where she's tired of being a sidekick for this person. I really fucking hope you so. You know. And then we had the uh, match of the night uh, for SmackDown where Naomi came out versus... um. Oh, wait. Sonya Deville. Yeah, well, <laughs> Naomi came out Eventually. looking ver- ver- vaguely bird-like. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says that she came to SmackDown to compete, but Sonya Deville refuses to put her in a match. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been fined, disrespected, insulted, and ignored, and she wants a match right now. So she issues an open challenge. Yep. She does. Which one of you ladies back there wants to feel this glow? So Sonia Deville comes out and says, like, no, 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 stop it. It's not happening. Thank you. Sorry, honey. I make the matches around here, not you. Um, and Naomi really wants a match between the two of them. Um, and Sonia says, everyone knows I'd smack the glow right off of your face, but don't get excited because I'm no longer a competitor. I'm your boss and a WWE official. <laughs> um, and I love Naomi saying, you're not a good one if you can't do your job and make, uh, and make the match. So like, I love the, like, the crowd cheering, make the match, make the match. I'm glad they did because Naomi doesn't seem to know how rhythm works. No, she Because does not. her chance of make the match is not a way that anyone would ever chant. Yeah, I was just like, she's obviously not a musician, never has been. Yeah, yeah, like, I can't even do how the chant she was doing, but it was like, no one will chant that way. Like, I love that Sonya's just like, cut the, cut, cut the mic, audio. yeah. Jim, cut the, just cut it now, and they do. Yeah. Which is so fucked up, and she brings the security in, and it's, it's fucked up, um... You know, Sonya talks about how, you know, we actually try to help you because you have this elaborate entrance and when it's over, it's all just downhill from there. You drop the ball chapter, chance after chance, you drop the ball. 
So you can TikTok your way to obscurity while I create the future of SmackDown. Yeah, that was... It was brutal, yeah. man. That was, And once again, like, I mean, you know, I can't help but think, and I know they're not going to do this, but watching it, I'm like, you know, I could totally see her doing this because Naomi is black. Yeah. You know. It's, like, this just further, like, hit that nail on the yeah. head. I was like, is this a race thing? Yeah, having security remove her and everything, and, you know. It was fucked up. Yeah, and cutting her mic, and, you know, <laughs> like. Yeah. It was just mean. Yeah, I'll say, though, they're they're doing a really good job of making me interested in seeing Naomi for, like, the first time in ever. Ever. <laughs> you know, they're doing a pretty good job of that, so I'll, I'll definitely yeah. give them that. So, and then 100%. we get a uh, Becky Lynch promo where she talks about how she gave uh, the op- she gave Bianca the opportunity, to, um, but she kept pushing and pushing in. So you must be the dumbest. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she points how out how everything yeah. in her life may have changed. Yeah, but the canvas stays the same. I love, I love. Yeah. That. Also, so she says, "Think I'm scared of someone I can beat in 26 seconds." I have to say, it's like the hottest way I've ever heard someone some, someone say, "Nah, nah, nah, nah." Was this? Her? <laughs> was her doing this? I loved it. Um, so she's going to make her suffer this time. Yeah. There's no terrible way to win. There's only winning. Yeah. Uh, and she's going to break her, not just beat her. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, cool. yeah. So uh, look forward to us talking about that match. So now we're going to go to AEW. So uh, we're going to set some ground rules for AEW. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chelsea, if you disagree with any of these, tell me. But um, so we're going to discuss the Ruby Soho versus Britt Baker match. There were two other interactions with women throughout the night. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, I want this show to be a brandy-free zone. Brandy-free zone. Yes. And, uh, I second this destruction. Yes, because Brandy <laughs> interjected herself into the Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes match, where no one yes. wants to see Brandy. Like, no, nobody does. Like, Brandy is literally just, I am the wife of the executive vice president. It's fucking dumb. That's all she is. Brandy is... And it's the night that their their reality show aired. Yeah, yeah. And Brandy yeah. is not a... Like, and that's why they got booed. The audience in Queens booed the shit out of fucking Brandy. Yeah, you know, good. Thank you, Queens. Like, the fact that, like, <laughs> you know, fucking Cody Rhodes does a move to... So Cody... So Malachi Black is so dangerous. He's been attacking all of fucking... He attacked Cody Rhodes' brother... He attacked fucking, you know, the people in Cody Rhodes' corner, and yet Brandy's the one who's going to stand up to him. Nah. And it's like, come on, fucking cut that shit, man. Like, so, at one point, Malachi Black does that that cool thing he does in the ring where he crosses his legs and just sits. And Mm -hmm. he just looks so fucking, like, serene and evil at the same time. And Brandy runs into the ring and does the same thing, but gives him the finger. Yeah, it's stupid. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, Brandy, stop trying to, like, fucking ride off Cody's coattails. There's a reason why the WWE made Brandy an annou- a, a interviewer when she was there. And it's because right. she can't really wrestle. That's why we don't like you, Brandy, because you act like you're fucking, you know... Like, Brand- Brandy Rhodes and Cody Rhodes want to be Triple H and Stephanie McMahon so bad. It's not even funny. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so this is that's a this true. is a no brandy zone. We will not be co- you know what? Because here's no brandy. Here's the thing: we stopped talking about AEW for a while, and AEW got a lot better. But they, we, the people who we who made us stop watching AEW are still bad. Right. So we're not going to talk about Brandy Rhodes. We're not going to talk about Anna J. We're not going to talk about no. the Bunny. No. Like any good. Any, yes. No Bunny. Yes. Yay! Yay! Any matches with them, we will not cover. 
So, you know, we, we'll talk about Thunder Rosa. We'll talk about Nyla Rose. We'll talk about Britt Baker. We'll talk about Ruby Soho. We'll talk about, you know, like those people. Even when Penelope Ford is no longer with the bunny, we will talk about her. Yes, as long as she I is, would love that. As long as she is with the bunny, it lowers her value in our eyes, and we will not talk about her. Yes, I am with this. I am with this yes. 100%. And until Julia Hart learns to sell in a way that does not look like she's about to poop her pants, we mm-hmm. will not cover Julia Hart either. <laughs> Hooray! Oh, this all makes me so happy. So we can focus on the good stuff, yes. like Britt Baker and Ruby Soho. Exactly, because there's so much good going on in AEW. I don't want to watch, like, like, just like how it said, like, I didn't want to cover Lana. I don't want to cover mm-hmm. these people. And we will not mm-hmm. cover these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, Ruby Soho versus Britt Baker. Let's talk about yes. it. Yes. Let's talk about it. So, of course, Britt Baker is Rebel and Jamie Hayter out there. Um, Britt just attacks Ruby, does a back heel trip, um, and then has her arms on her neck. I don't know. But Ruby gets it into a side headlock. Um, can I? And then. Can I say what? Two, two observations about this match? Mm-hmm. Number one, this is Ruby Soho's first main event ever. Because she never got one in the WWE. Cute. So this is her first main event ever, and the audience was so into her. Like, I almost, yeah. I almost wish we had been at this, because that was a fucking really hot audience. It was a hot audience. Yeah. You go, Queens. Yeah. Well, then the <laughs> other question I have, though, is did they allow women in the, in the floor section of the audience at AEW? <laughs> because... <laughs> Did you not see any? I was start, I was looking, and it was just so a sea of guys who looked like they had poor hygiene. You had to go to the next <laughs> the next section up to see women in the audience. Wow! So I wonder if just all these like gross incel neck beards like buy like you know immediately buy all the floor seats at AEW. That's probably exactly what it was. Also, like because Charles and I were looking into going going to this. That, like, well before the event happened, like, weeks before, they were, like, almost at capacity, first of all. And then all that was available for less than $1,000 were the nosebleeds. Jesus Christ. And those were, like, 300 bucks a pop. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. For $300, they better let me fucking go in the ring. <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> like, even if I was available to go to that, I'm not spending 600 bucks for us to go and sit in section 322 in row W. Yeah, no, that's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely nuts. fucking nuts. It was nuts. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, these are guys with way too much money who have never known the touch of a woman. And, yes. uh, you know, or edit, probably, they honestly, they probably reject themselves, honestly. <laughs> um, like, yes. You know? They probably like, you know, like they're, they, they, one hand starts going there, the other hand slaps it. <laughs> so, like, yeah, exactly. You know, because, man, these guys were gross. Anyway. Yeah, they're gross. Yeah. Great. I'm like, now I want to go back and watch it just to see. No, no, there are enough gross men that I see on a day to day basis. Yeah. I don't need yeah, to do that. Exactly. You know what? Yeah. If those guys decide to contribute to our Indiegogo campaign, we will do them a favor and send them soap. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> We will send. I did just accidentally buy a fucking a fourteen pack of Dove soap. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> so, so tell us if you contribute to our Indiegogo campaign. Tell us if you were in the floor section in in Queens at AEW. Yes, and we will go and send you hygiene products because you need them more than we do. Yes, so, 100%. yes. So I. God, we are such heels. <laughs> we are. You've made me this way. No, I've always been. Yes, this way. exactly. So, uh, yeah, but so a lot of cool stuff happened in this match. 
Yeah, I love how Ruby counters the fisherman's neckbreaker with a suplex. Mm-hmm. Like, it, but you know, it started out slow and really like got heated as it went. I felt like it was a slower match, yeah. honestly, than a lot of matches that we saw this week. Yeah, but it was still impactful. Mm-hmm. Not like impact, though. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, eventually, we get a uh, Ruby goes for a waist lock, and there's a, sl- a really really nice sling blade by Britt Baker. I love that sling blade. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Britt puts on the glove, not the funky glove that uh that um fucking um Sue Young wears though. This is a clean glove. This is a sterilized glove that she probably gets from her office. Um yes. You know, not like like Or for many CVS kiddo. Yeah, like like <laughs> the fucking, you know, um Sue Young's glove always looks like a glove she just found in like a dumpster behind like a clinic or yes. something. Yes. <laughs> you know, um 100%. Yeah, so we get a cool step up in Zagori. Ruby goes to the top and she does her senton for two. Mm-hmm. Uh both of them are on the ropes and uh we got just this Awesome avalanche air air raid crash. Um, it was so cool. Yeah, for two. Um, and then the uh, referee gets distracted by Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we end up with the curb stomp on uh on you know by Brit, but it's only getting a two. Right. So yeah, again, yeah. this is another match where like they knew each other's finishers and got out of. Them yeah, exactly, most. exactly. Very so, cool. So we get the no future kick, which I, I I didn't know had a name up until now. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, that maybe, was cool to hear. Good to maybe know. Maybe she just got it in AEW. I don't know. Um, yeah, that must be it. You know, so Rebel interferes, um, then Jamie Hader interferes, and Ruby's stunned, and then Britt puts her into the lockjaw for the win. Yeah, but it was a really cool match. Yeah, I was a little... Honestly, I, I would have kind of liked to have seen Ruby win in front of an audience like that. A hundred percent. Especially because the runaway was, like, a big thing about, like, going to New York City yeah. and stuff like that. But... Yeah. At the same time, you and I were even talking offline where we were... Well, not, you know, I mean, off the air. Where I was saying, it's like, I really want to see Ruby versus Brit, but it feels way too soon for it. Yeah, so hopefully, of course, this will happen again. Her not winning leads it up to it happening. Yeah, again. yeah. So hopefully, maybe there's a rematch in the future where, like, say, Rebel and and uh, and Jamie are banned from ringside or something like that, and and yeah. Ruby can win the big one. But I think that yeah, it definitely they definitely need some like space. They need some space, and I felt like, like I said, I felt like it was almost there was cool moves, but I can't just like say, oh wow, this whole like minute and a half was fantastic, and not point out certain moves. I can point out the moves that were great, and it was a little too slow. Yeah, you know, even to the point where I don't even want to give it my match of the week. Yeah, which is not what I wanted. And maybe that also has to do with what you said, where it's too soon. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so that was the week in women's wrestling. Yes, it was. Oh, oh, I also forgot to mention that we have not banned Ring of Honor, but Ring of Honor also had someone who we choose not to cover, of Lenny of Lainey, uh, Luck. Remember her? Ew. She was the one dabbing and doing all this shit? Oh, yeah, she was the worst. Yeah, so, no, we're not covering her. <laughs> um, no, fuck that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I love it. They just get Roxy as their champion and let's put on the one person no one wants to see for like a 25 minute match or some shit. Oh yeah. No interest whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause I was like, oh, okay, well let's, let's uh, get ring of honor for Chelsea. What match do they have? And it's like, oh, nope, nope. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> no way. <laughs> that's not happening. It was, uh, Laney Luck versus Brandy Lauren and fucking Laney Luck wins too. No, thanks. Yeah. 
So, you know... Uh, but Ring of Honor will be back when it's not people we dislike. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Ring of Honor is on a probationary basis. Like, they have some yes. really cool people, and they have some people that we mm-hmm. have no interest in. And when... Oh, oh, other thing I forgot to mention, Kira Hogan is officially signed with AEW. Cool. So, once again, someone we will cover. Yes. Like, we'll totally cover Kira Hogan. Just, you know, if you're, listen- if you're here listening for... Man, I can't wait to hear what they said about that Anna J versus the Bunny match. Well, then you're not going to hear it. You're shit out of luck. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you know. Uh, that was our week in women's wrestling. Yep. yep. <laughs> Chelsea. It was. You have to stay tuned for our um, pay-per-view special. Yes, our Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Yes. So, what was your match of the week, Chelsea? Okay, I'm going to... Uh, crazy, crazy. I'm going to give it to Nia Jackson, and Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. Because it was scary and i felt i love the emotional depth in it and um it really looked like they hurt each other mm-hmm. well it looks like shayna hurt yeah Naya. and who yeah. is your wrestler of the week i think i want to give it to shayna because we had just talked about it how she's kind of she's she's back yeah but the emotional depth of it too how she felt bad doing it that really that really it got to me yeah it did yeah yeah so my match of the week is going to be isla dawn versus Ginny. yes um, that was an awesome match. i absolutely loved this match so much yeah um, and my wrestler of the week is also Shayna Baszler. Yes. Because that's the Shayna I want to see. That's, that's the Shayna that, like, is one of my favorite people, who is just this, 100%. this fucking killing machine in the ring. Um, yeah. And I'll just say, um, hopefully Google doesn't spoil it for you, but she does it again to someone else on, uh, the, on the Raw of this week. Cool. Can't wait. So I'm, I'm excited to see. Even if she goes to SmackDown, that'd be a great way to introduce her on SmackDown. That would be awesome. She just comes out and fucking like, oh my God, it just occurred to me. Imagine if like Sonya Deville hired her as a bodyguard or something. That'd be cool. Like Naomi comes out and then fucking just Shayna like. <laughs> Shayna just attacks yeah. people. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I'm here for it. So all sorts of cool shit going on with Shayna Baszler. I'm really happy to see that. Um, so yeah. Chelsea, where can people find you? You can find me at um, Chelsea.lesage on Instagram. And where can they find you? Charles at D. Lincoln. There you go. What? <laughs> Charles at D. Lincoln at, at Instagram. At Instagram. And you can find us together. Together. together at CL Square Productions on the YouTube, the Facebook, and the Instagram. And you can also find Beyond the Bell on the Twitter at Beyond Z as in Zebra Bell from Beauty and the Beast with an E at the end. And we are in the final hours. Uh, literally. We- final hours. Final hours. As we record this, we are less than 40 hours away from uh, the end of our Indiegogo campaign. We, right now as I say this, are at I think like 82% or something. Yes. We have less than $1,000 to go. So Please help us. Yeah. So basically for the 21st Century Demon Hunter uh, uh, Indiegogo post-production campaign, uh, mm-hmm. Chelsea and I, it's uh, something very near and dear to our hearts. I wrote it, it and directed is. it. Chelsea is a star. And, I'm a star. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's dark. It's cool. It's sexy. It's fun. It's just all sorts of crazy shit. And we need slight little bit more help. We're almost there. Just we, a little more help. Any little bit yep. really counts. And there's cool perks. And mm-hmm. we'd really appreciate it. Because we want to get this out to you by Halloween. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And we can do that if we get everything we need. So, yes. Uh, yeah. So contribute to that. You can find that at igg.me slash at slash 21st Century Demon Hunter. And 21st is 21ST. Yes. So, so please give us mm-hmm. your money. Once again, igg.me slash at slash 21st Century Demon Hunter. 
Send me your money. See, there yes. you go. Um, that's Funky Charles, which who you will, that was so funky. You will never see again. Anyway, it was disturbing. So, um, yes. for those of you who are down with ST, you know what I just did. All right. So, anyway, people. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Listen to our pay-per-view special coming up right after yep, this. right now, people. And we'll see you guys after that next yep, week. So check that out, and then we'll see you next week. Because the future is BTB. The future is BTB. Yes, it is. All right, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>